0: This is a
1: podcast from Rover. The this is Straight Dribble with Andrew Elligan, Casey Frank and Pax. Asadi.
0: Portland or Utah? I would say Utah because they are they, clear, their clear yeah. narrative from everyone around them said you are tanking. It's clear and obvious. Whereas is re- Portland is like, oh, we want to get in the play in at least? Yeah. We want to be we, we want to be an eighth seed, <clears throat> a ninth seed. We want to get there. What's, what's what more thought? valuable?
2: What's what's more valuable getting getting this young core experience in the playoffs now or getting Wimbledon Yama? What's better? What do you take?
1: Well, I always think it's valuable to have your team playing well instead of trying to lose. I think uh, those habits you pick up when these teams are, are throwing, throwing games, uh, basically trying to lose, I, I think yeah. last a lifetime and are tough to get out of. That said, it's still better to have Victor Wamiana. He's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's pretty
0: shockingly good, man. Like he's unbelievable. Like from the little bits that I've seen in the games that I watched against Scoot, like it's amazing to see how silky smooth. And luckily for Casey and I, maybe you if you caught a breakers game or two, Usman Dieng and then now it's round um, Ripure. Those guys are almost like. Offcuts of Wimbanyama's <laughs> physicality, and like yeah. the, even that, they yeah. are incredible to watch. But obviously, Wen Banyama is elite. There'll be at least, maybe at the moment, the way the mock drafts are falling. <laughs> there's at least twelve picks between Wimbanyama and Ryan Repair uh, and Repair and a lot of lot, lot of the mock drafts. But even then, though, you go, my goodness, Wimbanyama is out the fricking gate. Different animal. And Rupert <laughs> uh, apparently is a lot better than Ding was. At this point of Always his sense. of his
1: NBL career, which is awesome. I tell you what, uh, anything you can do to get Victor Wimbana, you just do it.
2: Yeah, my favorite thing also is that Casey, you've said his name wrong twice, differently both times.
1: Uh, that's not. I mean, let's be honest. It takes a bit of time for me to work on a name to get it properly. And the fact that I'm not calling it, I don't want you to. I don't want Wimby? you
2: to ever get it right. I want you to say it different, every, <laughs> every time for the rest of your life, but different every single time. I read, it, I
0: read something on the Ringer, and they call it the Wemby, and they like the, the, They're basically, what's the Wemby tanking doing? So I'm, I'm just no, forever going Wemby. Don't be a coward, Wimby no. And Yama. Don't
2: just just lean in and try it. What? I respect those commentators who said Ampero when <laughs> when Giannis first started more than if they shortened it. Just go for it.
1: The Greek freak. Well, thanks for thanks for pointing out my flaws once again, Pax. <laughs> it's really appreciated.
2: Oh, and you don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And hey, well, that's not your favourite thing to do. Man, hey, guys, Which is why
0: it's my least favourite thing to happen to me. Just a, just a timely reminder, thanks to GJ Gardner Holmes for 39 more weeks of this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, <laughs> facts, out, yeah.
1: in all seriousness, as as someone who was a, a Utah Jazz fan decided to move on, they traded those guys. How does yeah. this feel? What, what when you look at it from afar because you just see the record. You're obviously not watching games. What what, what is this making you feel like?
2: Uh, I, honestly, I've, I've I've experienced this before. Like it's, this is not interesting or new to me. Like this has happened before. Being a Utah Jazz fan since 2010, I've had moments in my fandom of the Jazz where I'm, we've had incredible starts and it all just falls apart. I'm not saying this team is going to fall apart. Do I think this team is as good as best in the league? No, absolutely not. They're going to f- come back to reality and a, a really great, like the best case scenario for them is they secure the seventh seed and only need to win one game in the player. That's best case. If it's if they're fifth and sixth seed, that's, that's going to be unbelievable for this squad. How they're structured right now the level of talent that they have right now. So I've seen this before. It happens and, and they'll come back to earth. The, the more interesting thing for me is the experiment in removing pressure from a young, talented basketball team. Mm. That's the really interesting thing for me. Giving someone like Markinen the keys, who is clearly very talented. He is also like somewhat of an off-cut of Binyama, to be honest. Um, a little less, a little less... Stop
1: drinking, British you're
2: drunk. ...in, in his ability. Uh, yeah, okay, I, I said a small offcut, just a little bit, like just like a tiny, like, like a you know, of the leg. Yeah, like a little bunion, just cutting bunion. off like a little corn on the foot. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A finished bunion. That's his nickname, finished bunion. The finished bunion. Um,
0: <laughs> Done. Lock it in.
2: Yeah, the finished bunion. Okay. but you know, like he has star potential. Do, do I think? Do I think he can be an all-star one day? Yeah, for sure. Do I think he'd be in the MVP race? I don't. That's a that's a big if. But yeah, I, I'm really interested in this idea of taking a young, talented team and removing the pressure and seeing what they can do. That's what's interesting to me.
1: Yeah, they're not going to make it. I mean, they're not going to come anywhere close to the playoffs uh, just because they're they're playing harder than everybody else right now. Wow, you don't break. think so? No, no. Well, uh, other than the fact that I think they're going to get blown up again, Conley's going to get traded for a pick. I, I think they'll, they'll, they'll keep trading sure. off of this. The, okay. I think they're going to break it up because it doesn't do them any good to yeah. finish right towards the end do and they? just be here. But that said, I do like the fact that they're playing hard, much like your new team, the Raptors, they're out there playing hard night after night, not developing bad habits. Is In
0: this a, just to keep? Is this just? We the north. We the north. We the north. Is, is this just to keep? And I want to say, um, I've got Scotty Barnes, and I've got Chris Boucher, and I've got Pascal Siakam, yeah. all, all on my fantasy team. I'm really impressed with Solid. that, even though Barnes exactly. was out um, and came back. But I, is this like the anti-tanking measure of like, hey? Hey, we're not tanking. We look, we're doing real good to start the season, and then come late December, early January, we're just gonna take the foot off the gas a little bit more, and, and guys are gonna get rested because they're injured.
2: I mean, here's the thing: the Utah Jazz don't like if we're pretending like the Utah Jazz want to be good this year. Like we're all lying to ourselves.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they don't want to exactly. Be good this year. they don't.
2: Wimbanyama. I think Wimbanyama is. Um, a type of talent coming into the NBA that you only see every 10 or so years. He's like he's like that kind of level of talent. He's a generational
1: guy. He's, he's, I'd, say I, even, I I, I'd say even less than that because you're thinking about the NBA sort of being around, uh, I guess, uh, the in the 50s, what's its real first incanta, uh, incantations. That's not the right word, but something like that. Uh, but So from the 50s, you, you think of the true Incarnation? unicorns. That, mm. Incarnations, yeah, there we go. Uh, you think of the guys like Kareem, Wilt, I mean, yeah. Bill Russell. Yeah. Uh, f- yeah, yeah, f- f- yeah. F- f- You got, you got uh, what's his name? Ralph Sampson from Virginia. The, yeah. Those are the guys on that short list of that kind of size, that kind of Shaq. skill. Shaq. I think probably not even Shaq because he didn't have that skill set. These other guys were developed. Mm. Shaq, was, uh, had, Shaq wasn't that combination of, uh, he was a physical force, but he didn't have... The skill set to match like mm. those other guys did. And I'm, it's. So you're talking about yeah, size, yeah. finesse with size, and size with finesse. Well, yeah. Not, yeah, not yeah, just yeah. being the biggest guy in the room, but showing, well, this guy's gotcha. got ta- talent. He can do this from this spot. He can do this from KD? here. KD then? KD on, on that short list, <laughs> but I think KD, he, yeah. physically he wasn't there where these guys are at because mm. he was, you know, he was 6'9, he was 195 pounds coming yeah. out of Texas and he grew a little, going to Texas and he grew there. So I don't think physically he was as as much of a unicorn as those other guys that I'm thinking about here. And because of that, he is. He's like one of maybe five guys ever.